0: Right, Cape Vibes, Codcast, podcast, episode number, I want to say seven. We're here with Andrew Lowenstein, the godfather of the Cape Cod jam scene, old friend of mine. Happy to have him, catching up on some old times just now, been, uh, the memories are flowing. Randy, what's been going on, man? How you been surviving 2020?
1: 2020, it's been a bear.
0: Pull the mic in front of you.
1: It's been a bear. Yeah, it's been tough for everyone, right? But, uh, you know, it's been a struggle in a way, but it's had its upside, too. Absolutely. Um, I'm grateful I've got health and family yeah. and friends and opportunity, yep. and I've still been able to get out and do it. Yeah, you've been
0: gigging, man, been too. Gigging. I mean, well, at least
1: over the summer, right? Very fortunate <laughs> that I was able to play at some places that were able to have outdoor entertainment yep. uh the pilot house like had i got a regular that one day it was gig awesome. there awesome i love it over there yeah. they did a great job uh, of J setting it up
0: phenomenal job over there
1: and and i love the way that i love the audience
0: right it was great yeah great Every, i mean anytime i was over there the summer i had a blast i, I made it over like two or three times I, I saw you the one time i was so stoked that I, I had no idea you were playing i was meeting up with some friends and uh they just did just to deal with 20 the COVID scene, the pilot house was definitely, like, rocking, just like the lobster trap was for me, you know, work. It was just, like, it was such a great scene to go over there. Just the Adirondack chairs spread out. People, like, you'd see people, like, not stressed. Yeah. Having fun, listening to some great tunes, obviously. Um, and then you also did the – you were doing something on the, the Busky. What's yeah. this Busky all about?
1: Well, uh, well, so initially when <clears throat> the whole COVID thing hit yeah. – um, And we were all in that initial lockdown. I started doing what a lot of musicians were doing, which was quarantines quarantines and playing a live stream. And, um, and that was cool. You know, I was able to get, get, get a groove going, get a good vibe for it. Um, still feel a connection to people, um, which was really interesting. Um, getting some interaction, getting some new people to listen to. Um, but, uh, my neighbor around the corner, you know, he and his uh, girlfriend. Karate. Right, Rich and Sarah, Rich Vanilla yeah. and yep. Sarah. And he every night he'd he'd be poking me, he'd be
0: like, "Dude,
2: play
1: this." I'd, right, be no, getting I, these I'd watch effects, it on Facebook you know,
0: sometimes, watching it, I'd be like, "You
1: playing tonight? Come on, bro." Like, dude, play some more, Dead Dark right. Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. And i be like, "Oh God," you know. And then, and then I would walk out on the bog. So we we're neighbors, and and right. I would see them walking or jogging, and and he'd run by me, he'd be like go. People
0: listening, you have to understand where Andrew lives, it's like a sick layout, and he backs right up to the cranberry bogs over on Shore Road. Right? Yeah, it's
1: handy handy truss bogs over okay. off of County. County, and, excuse me. And uh, in Katama, and you know, so it's like that was kind of my morning routine. It was like get out, yep. get up, shave, get. Act like it's a normal thing. Yeah, same. Totally. Get some exercise, yeah. and I'd run into people, and they were like, "Yeah, we were listening last night. Play this, play that." And then, and then at the, at the end of the night, he'd, I'd get these messages from him. Hey, we're around the campfire. Come over, you know. And yes. I was like, I don't know, you know, I'm chilling, you know. And then, and then one day he said, he said, "You should come over and stream here around the fire." And I said, "I got a better idea. How about the bus?" Right. And he was like,
0: "Right." The busky. So yeah. So like, (laughs) I don't even know what like I know about the Musky Lounge.
1: So the well the yeah the Musky Lounge, right? You know. (laughs) So, rich.
0: He's a character.
1: uh, Yeah, and when he sets his mind to something, you know, he's so he bought a bus. He went out to Cal. Make long story short, he went out to California. He got developed an obsession about buying this bus. He bought this bus. All right. He had it brought, driven to the Cape, yeah, um, and it was parked in his backyard. And he took out some seats in the back and it it made it into like a little stage area. Yeah, like, and then he, and then at first I was using my phone, like I was doing my broadcast at home. Sure. And then he said, "Well, you know, you're losing the stream." So he set up Wi-Fi. All right. And then he said, "Well." You, you know the audio is good but the video is not that good i'm gonna set up a, a pc out here and a vid and, and and get it done right you know and then and that started down this path to enhance it you know to make okay. it better he's like i'm gonna get better lighting i'm gonna make nice. it vi- let's vibe it out let's get yeah, it so yeah. like if you, so if you watch i probably did it like 10 times let's say maybe more but as you watch it it's like it starts to get better the video gets better the because, you uh, know, totally. it no, would get dark and it all of a sudden it would like be green. like what we're
0: doing here right now. Like, every week we're like, oh, let's add these T-shirts now. Right. You know, like the people that have been on. It's like – and then, you know, we also thought COVID was going to last two weeks. So, you know, the, mo- the, mo- the more the struggle, it's like the more you think about probably stuff for the bus and right. stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. So I'd come over there and be like – Dude, I bought mics. Right, <laughs> like really? you <laughs> would he like, yeah, I tested them out. I tried them out. You know, when are you gonna play? <laughs> you know, yeah. and so, so we got into that, and um, I just want to thank him for doing that because it just it
0: added it another element. Sanity it, it, with everything, and right? it was I mean, fun. Yeah, it was totally. fun.
1: It was like a little fun thing. And yeah. I, and and he. I would drive there, but it would be like thirty seconds. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? You're literally like live around the corner. Down, I'd, you know? I'd, I'd I'd throw my gear in there and play, and and it was like relaxing. I could yeah. play for forty five minutes, or I could play for an hour and ten. I, who cares? Yeah, right, yeah. And yeah. um, do a four hour Dark Star. Well, it was funny. They challenged me. All right. They would. We would sit around the campfire after and listen to the listen to it okay and watch the video and like put it on the the like jbl speaker sure, right? sure. how did it sound right. do we talk like shit or yeah, yeah you know was it good so and um and and they would say things like you should play this song or we you you know you you could play morning dew and it's like no I, I can't play morning dew you know because I, I look at the song like some of these tunes would like you know, they're like these pieces, you yeah. know, it's like, you just can't pick up an acoustic guitar and play this song, Right. you know, and, but then I'd go home and I'd start work it, out. Work it out and I think maybe I can do it, oh, yeah. you know, and maybe if I figure out how to work this part and that part, I could like present it in a way that does it justice. Totally. And, um, and so that was good. Like they challenged me a little bit and, awesome. uh, and it was fun, you know, we became good, better friends. Right on. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: No, they're two good people too, man. Uh, no doubt about that. That's, uh, that's I, I definitely tuned in here and there, you know, it wasn't like, I tried, sometimes, would, would like, to not even open up social media during COVID, because the election was still going on, and it was just like, it was just wasteland, you know, it was trash, sometimes, yeah, you know, yeah. but then, like, I'd come through and I'd be like, oh, you know, my fucking Keops is playing, you know what I mean? I'm like, Jen, let, let's watch, you know, we tune in for a bit, and it was awesome, man, because I definitely, I'm, you know, I, I've known you for a long time, and, like, before we became friends, I'd, you know, sneak into the, uh, willfield you know and like you and the bobby j sway would be playing man and like i remember when we bought the beach house quake's like yo you gotta get some music you know i told andrew he's playing you know saint patrick's day i'm like dude i don't know if he's ever played an irish tune in his life you know what i mean and like but just some of those great times and great memories um of you playing and like you know i've always so much enjoyed the the your tone like you can you do you have that Jerry tone down so thick you know what I mean it's just like in your voice you had a great voice man and you're a great showman you know what I mean like it's it's uh it's the whole package and it's it's always been that way like I've never like I've never been like, dude, this guy doesn't know what
1: he's fucking doing.
0: You know what I mean? Like <laughs> maybe know? a couple of nights. No, 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 no. That, 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 that might have been more to do with me, hanging with me than right. anything else. Well, you know? anyway, thank
1: you very much. I appreciate. Well, it was you the truth, that. though.
0: You know? you know, I mean, since I was since I was a kid, you know, watching you play, and uh, you know, it's it's just been. Um, amazing you know you know I know you have a huge dead influence you know but like what what are some of the other musicians you know bands albums you know that like really kind of influenced you
1: well you know like I wasn't raised on the dead okay. my folks weren't dead right yeah, or yeah. anything like that um, but you bring up tone yeah and to me like that's all what it's all about okay the ear candy right you know you do you do lay down some ear well candy. And, and that's what I want to hear so right. the bands that I grew up listening to and the bands that I grew up developed a love for or fascination with they're all ear candy bands. Right. You know um, not that I don't love Kiss. Right. <laughs> or you no, know yeah, totally. but I listen to a wide variety of stuff. My parents listened to good music. Yep. Like the first music I listened to the records were like Beatles. Right. Sgt. Right. Peppers uh, Meet yeah. the Beatles but my dad listened to jazz and, my, and we had good music in the house like stevie wonder carol king rolling stones awesome. um and you know so and it was and, and that's around
0: rounded the whole your whole year right i mean that's so like yeah have I, all those different influences so. that's like yeah makes you who you are right you know? and
1: and everything like the yeah and and i was exposed to it um my grandmother was a piano teacher oh cool okay. my my her brother was in the boston symphony so i had a great uncle oh, well, who was yeah. in the boston symphony and my mother played piano so it was like you know There's music in the house there was music in the house i was brought up around it um and their friends listen to good music so kind of like what how my kids are growing up totally same yeah they go to our somebody's friend's house and they're listening to good music yep. like they get it you know and yep. um so i was i was lucky l- lucky like that and um I started out playing a horn. I played clarinet okay. in elementary school yep. and learned how to. I once upon a time I read music and played in the marching band and yeah. stuff like that. And um, I think if you can, I think horn being able to play a horn helps you develop your ear and tone. Cause, okay. You, know, you pick up a guitar and you, you you can form the chords right, and you make and even if it's not great, it's still a C is a C, sure, a D is a D. You're playing a horn. It's almost like this, uh, this is like Star Wars or, you know, you watch these guys in, on a, in a jet fighter and they're yeah. like getting tone. And and then that's kind of what it is with a, a musician. You're trying to find like the tone. yeah. Um, and with a horn, you know, it's a combination of, yeah, you're hitting the right notes, but you also have to be able to have the right, Work the reed, sure. blow the right amount of air, yep. have a certain other level. of yeah, I mean, of control. there's just so much going on. There's a lot going on there, yeah. and I, I think, uh, and and I noticed that a lot of the guitar, a lot of the musicians I, I love, whether they're a bass player or a guitar player, they played a horn at some point. Yeah, that right. might have been their first m- instrument. I think Kurt from Better Off Dad, yeah, Morris, Daddy Yeah, Kurt Daddy, I think he was a horn player. All right, and he could play any instrument. I mean, he's like very musically inclined. He's got a good ear. He can figure stuff out. Yeah, he like, yeah I'm going yeah, to play the yeah, banjo. Totally. I'm going to play the mandolin. I'm going to play bass. I'm going to play guitar. Um, you know, that comes from somewhere. You right. know, and so uh, anyway, so I, I was fortunate. I got to listen to good music. Um. You know, you know. Eventually, I got into like. So, like, what made bands. you pick up a guitar? I mean, I loved rock and roll. I was like a fascination with it. I remember just like, it didn't matter. Like I was obsessed with music and instruments. Like if I went, if if I went to a a school play or a musical, I was like fixated on the orchestra. Yeah. You know, I want to see what the drummer was doing. When, when a horn part came up, I'm searching for the person. Like, where's that sound coming from? What are they doing? Um, that kind of stuff and uh, but I you know I just I picked up a guitar because I thought it was cool yeah. and I wanted to play a guitar right. you know I, was, I didn't have I, I loved Hendrix I loved uh, you know Pink Floyd right. Van Halen yep. I mean I like The Who you know yeah. uh, like I all some all like great good, yeah. mu- great yeah. rock music Hell but yeah. then but then when I was in like junior high, the punk thing started to happen. Yep. So there was like people veered away, you know, it was like classic rock. And then people were like shaving their head and slam dancing. Yeah, and yeah. other people were like putting on a tie dye and right. spinning. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, uh, and it was like, the it was the eighties and I don't know, like I got, I, I got into listening to like Santana yeah. Hendrix. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think the dead was an instantaneous. Grateful Dead wasn't an instantaneous well, the dead's thing for kind me. kind of a
0: sometimes it's a an acquired taste too. You know what I mean? For some people, you know, like it's a lot like a lot of people I've been around. It's like not until they see it live they're like, okay, I get it now. You know what I mean? Like it's like you know you can listen to a you know a dead album and just be like, yeah, yeah, all right, cool. You know what I mean? And it, then it, once you see it live, yeah. it's like okay, I, I get the whole thing now. It's a, it's a totally
1: at some point it clicks right? too. Yeah, just exactly. Even odd aud- they. I think I had had my brother. I can't believe I didn't mention my brother, but I have an older brother. Yep. Your younger brother, like yep. music and sports, oh, totally. like Comes whatever directly he was from doing, yeah, without a doubt. So he had. We had all the Aerosmith records yeah. and and Steve Miller Band Hell yeah. and like good first good concert
0: stuff. I ever saw was uh, a Steve
1: Miller Band. You know, we had Born to Run, and right. you know, and when it came out, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, totally. So. Uh, uh, but I like I got into playing guitar and but I, I didn't think I could play. I don't know, well, in front of people or do anything. Figured like it that. out. And you know, I figured out and <laughs> like with The Dead, I listened to like some studio records and I liked them. Right. And uh, but I didn't get it. Totally. That's it was okay. like, oh, I'm, what's yeah. the big deal? Yep. You know, am I supposed to like this? What's I'm like searching for the meaning. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah. and uh, But I think the moment it clicked was putting on skull and roses on um, my dad's high five with the wooden big cabinet speakers sure, yeah. and like and hear it all of a sudden the the bertha comes chiming in and they go into going down the yeah, road man. and you, you know you're like and it sounds sonically oh hell yeah it's like
0: that's great it's, it's I, like it's
1: that's a, ear candy you like i was like i have to yeah i need more be, of i need more of this you know like and i remember that moment you yeah. know for sure and then and then you go to a show you right. go to a couple of shows you kind of get yeah, yeah. kind of get get a feel for it you're like all right i don't ever you know i i, I want it more of this you right. know or more of like this you know so
0: how many uh how many dead shows have you seen do you think
1: i don't i mean 200 no god no i stayed in school right. <laughs> yeah yeah no, I saw The Dead probably over eighty times. It's right. a lot. And then a bunch of Jerry band right, shows right. and acoustic shows and yeah, I saw um, Jerry
0: before I saw The Dead, and I remember I was like, I couldn't drive yet. We went to the Worcester Center, and I ended up with floor seats. Like I have no like my mother, I think, bought the tickets for me. You know what I mean? Like through Ticketmaster, I had four seats, and I had two buddies. We didn't. We couldn't find a fourth. It was like a Wednesday night. We drove from North Andover, and I remember that. This I'm like yeah you know I got a ticket I got a ticket and they're like dude miracle me and I'm like I don't even know what that means what, what's this guy talking about you know he's like you're yeah. gonna eat that ticket and I'm like what like what you know I'm so young and so naive I had no idea what like the lingo was or anything like that you know I finally gave the ticket to a guy and it was like you know my first Jerry show I gave a guy a miracle you know it was pretty nice cool, you know <laughs> not not knowing that I was doing that you know what I mean but uh, yeah then you know some dead shows at the garden I was I'm you know a bit young. It was uh, late in the dead career <laughs> when I, mean, I caught I... him, you know. But, it, but you know, I, I got like 10 of them, I think, and got the scene. And, you know, that's it's like, you know, I'm a deadhead, you're a deadhead, you know what I mean? Uh, some of the greatest <laughs> times of my life. Well, I and mean... then, you know, it, and it brings me to talking about like Better Off Dead with Kurt, yeah. you know, um, that you know at the beach house. That, that was like, uh, I think I, what I tried to do, I wanted to do like a dead night, right? Yeah. And we did it for a bit. We had like some roaming music. Like it was kind of a different thing every time. And, you know, and much like a lot of things in the beach <laughs> house is a different thing every time. And, uh, but then, you know, you and Kurt just started to do, you know, just the better off dead thing. Yeah. And you know, that, that's, I mean, like it's awesome. You know,
1: well, uh, how'd that all come about? Well, I started sitting in and, with who's your dad? Right. Okay. Um, we all had kids at Westfield yep. preschool. They had already had a band together. Yep. I started sitting in with them and playing yep. at different events and things. And um, and uh, but Kurt was playing guitar. Okay. And um, and he was playing lead guitar. Yeah. And it, and, uh, and after a little while, maybe about a year into it, or maybe a little more, he just said, he's like, I don't really want to play guitar. If you're going to play. Billy was playing bass? Billy was playing okay. bass, and Ted was playing guitar, and Bob was on drums. Yep. And uh, he just said, I don't really want to play guitar that much. L- at least not like this. You right. know, If you're going to play with us, why don't you just right. play guitar, it, and I'll play sense. bass. And, and everyone was psyched. I think Billy was like, great. Right. I'd rather play guitar. And, right, and, right, yeah. And I was doing it just to be a team player and so, and, and of course he was great, you know, and, um, he got really good, really quick, got fascinated with the whole thing, um, and started playing bass. So when you asked me about the put, put together a band or a set of musicians to play some music, I asked him if he'd do it and he was, like all, all about right, it, right. and then we tried it for a little while. We had some good nights. Yeah, we had
0: some great nights. We, had some we realized nights it was just wasn't just, sustainable to right. do what we yeah, were doing
1: totally. with a mix and match of people. And I said, why don't we just do a do acoustic duo? We'll do, yeah. and and one of the thoughts behind that was we both like real old school, old time acoustic music, bluegrassy. And so,
2: yeah.
1: I think one of the things about the dead that I was going to get back to a little bit is, is if you like the dead, then you like a ton of, a big variety of music. And, and so a big gift that a band like that offers its audience is, Hey, we're going to teach you about jazz and country and bluegrass and standards and rock and roll and, 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 and and you're going to learn about all these other things. because you like us and oh, um yeah and so that acoustic thing offers all these like old style standards yeah, um and kurt was really good at it we were able to do it um
0: hell, like, you two together was always great
1: and it, you know it was funny because we were both kind of looking for an escape and yeah. wanting to get out yeah. and. Uh, and play, and we weren't really talking about our personal lives at all. It was right. like show up and be focused on the music yep. and developing the sets and adding new songs and all that. And uh, after a while, we both realized it was like, hey, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, there's a reason we're doing this. And then we were living together for a little right. while and playing gigs all the time and hanging out <laughs> at his place in New Hampshire. It was a lot of fun, yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, good. Really good times, right. actually. So yeah, I, I you know, I know, I, I know, uh, I had a
0: lot of good times with you guys. Just, just at the beach house itself, you know, couldn't imagine what went on before and after. I'm sure there was yeah. some good, good stories out of there, you know. Yeah, <laughs>
1: interesting <laughs> times, you know. Yeah. They're still going on. You, I'm sure, you hung out in the barn. So, oh yeah, the barn. Nothing. That was that was a lot of fun, man. <laughs> that
0: like. That that was uh. It sounds kind of like a busky type thing, you know, like uh, that that barn. That's that's a serious place, and I can't wait to revisit.
1: People hanging out and having fun.
0: Right, so it's all about Cape Cod living, Cape vibes, right there, without a doubt. So, dude, you're not you're a washer shore like me, right? Yeah. yeah. Winchester.
1: I grew up in Winchester. Now, did you summer on the Cape? I did not summer. Well, my my folks had had. Rented places, and yeah, we had like friends that were in uh, on the Cape. So yep. I'd, I'd been to the Cape. Um, I came to the Cape through Bob Jarvis, right? Um, oh we, yeah, because you
0: guys went to we were uh, roommates
1: in boarding school, right? Okay, and we pl- played music together, and uh, I knew his folks yep. a little bit, and I I knew they had a restaurant, but yeah, yeah. I didn't know that it was you know <laughs> what it was. Yeah, oh, it's the chariot, the restaurant. Okay. You know, so so I came down here for a summer job he and I went to a show I think we went and saw Santana or okay. something he's like I'd been in Europe uh backpacking that year before and and uh kind of came home I was like okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what am I doing do, do now what do I do now right. you know um and I came down to work at the chart room and I ended up coming back yeah. um
0: that's actually where I first met you I was a dishwasher, and I remember you had, dude, you had this, like, mane of hair, <laughs> these curly locks, and I'd be like, who is this guy, you know? Like, you're a few years older than me, you know, so it was, like, still, you're fully on the scene, of the, the cape scene, and I'm like, who is this character? Like, I like that guy, you know? <laughs> that cool, you know? Well, uh, uh,
1: you know, it, it makes it a lot easier when you've got people that you know that are, like, in, in, introducing you Totally, to the... yeah,
0: you get Bobby J, I mean, who knows everybody in the world, right? And, I mean, that's gonna make things it just yeah, easier, yeah it makes it easier yeah.
1: and then and his parents were great oh, supporters of music best, yeah. and in the community yep. and and the restaurants a great musical yep. uh, event yeah absolutely. you know yeah. and so i started singing there yeah and his mom fuzz jarvis was yep. really pushed so you know to push, get up. pushed for us to be a band yeah. and pushed for me to sing um and the piano players there there was a guy named bill jakes okay who Worked there as a piano player who kind of said, you know, like, all right. So you you sing Johnny Be Good and this other tune. he's like, I think, you know, have you ever thought about singing like standards? Yeah, yeah. And he gave me some music and he gave me some suggestions and songs and keys. And I learned those songs and it was like, wow. Oh, wow. I can open your mind. I can sing this stuff. stuff." And it was like, actually, because rock and roll is The keys are fun tonically, but singing it, you know, it's tough. Okay. (laughs) You know, like you're, there's a reason why, you know, Robert Plant and, uh, uh, Mick Jagger. Think of the Boston, Brad Brad Dell, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, these guys, uh, they're just, they can sing. They've got pipes, you know, and they, and they can sing in a register that most people can't, um, at least not guys. Right. <laughs> and, um, and and in a way that's like, you know, and so uh, my voice was probably better, more tailored to actually sing standards, you know, blues and jazz. and. I mean, you always bring it in the house of the charm,
0: dude. It's, it's like, you know, when Eddie Shearer's up there playing some keys and you're singing, you know, the, just like you are saying those old tunes, it's like, I remember the front being like, dude, I thought he was like, just, like a dead guy you know what i mean like because that's all i'd really seen you play like you know some yeah. of your originals and stuff but like rock and roll you know and i remember like walking the charm one day and you're like singing i can't even remember the tune but just, i'm like this guy's uber talented here you know well
1: thanks but you know the the musicians there are, are top notch you know, ray rose right? who just passed yeah. uh at the beginning of covid probably like february march yep. was an amazing bass player very talented, professional yeah. Eddie Shear. Um, uh, uh, it's gonna come to me. Give me a second. But Bill Jakes and um, uh, there's another couple guys I, that I'm upset that I can't think nah, of no right the second I'm But they they pushed me. Yeah. Um, and they and they and they encouraged me, and I learned a lot from them. You know, how they dealt with the crowd, how they dealt with people, how I mean the crowd the
0: crowd of the chat room around that piano bar can get a little rowdy, you know, and uh I I, you know, just the whole when that place is busy, it's going you know, it's busy. It's as busy as any restaurant in the world can be and like it's you know, that little space there and it's like I can't imagine like, you know, the drunken old ladies coming up and just getting in your, you know, in your your shit and everything else, but just deal with it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's what you do.
1: They're having fun. Exactly. And we're there to make, help them have fun. You're an entertainer, right? You're there to entertain. Yeah. And like, you just, I don't know. the, The business we're in and the type of entertainment we do is, it's not, you know, we're not on these like, Spotlit stages no, I mean, with that, exactly that's with, what I'm saying, um, you know, and, and people aren't totally focused on it, and they don't they don't have to be, right. Um, and, and some people are, and 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 you, but you still have to approach it as if you're creating a mood,
0: without doubt, you know, and, doubt. And, well, and you are, man, like you, like you, people are hearing that no matter what, you know, and uh, well. Know. The best is being at the chart room and like someone's playing a whoever's there is playing a kick ass tune and like all of a sudden like people on the deck are clapping and everyone inside's clapping and then everyone's singing and you know it, it's like Yeah. It, it, that's it's it's special, you know, that's a special Thanks. thing, you know? And uh
1: Well I we're not just you're not just playing songs. Exactly. You're delivering you're playing these pieces yeah you know when if a dead tune or any yeah. tune uh, you know that to me i I, I like I, I respect the music and yeah. if you step to the mic or you pick up an instrument and you're out there entertaining like you better mean it even if there's two people there you should still deliver, deliver yeah, exactly. with like conviction yep. you know and um, and do the music justice and yeah. uh, and God you know like you go see Dan Burns. Yep. You know, it's real. You know, oh my God, I mean, yeah. Jimmy Jim Decatur, yeah. oh, Brendan yeah. O'Keefe, oh, yeah. like when He's he steps town, to the mic. You people. know, these guys we all played together. Yeah. You know, Carol Foley. yeah, Frankie Chickenelli, like uh, Jimmy Snyder. Yeah, um, this crew of folks that they don't do. You know, they do because that we do because it it's who we are, right. what we do, and we mean it. You know, and oh, without um, a doubt, like I dude, love all those guys. We're so you know?
0: lucky, like. A guy like me who can't play anything, you know, that, you know, I always say I bought the club because I could, I can't play anything, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, I got, you know, to to have that caliber of talent and not to, to pay a dollar to see it, you know what I mean? Is it's it's insane, you know? And uh, the the abundance of talent on the Cape—that's like half the reason with Cape Vibes. It's what it's about is spotlighting these things that people might not know about, you know right. what I mean? And, and a guy like you who's so talented. But you know, you get a day job and this isn't all you do, you know what I mean? And and it but you you know, work all day and like you show up to the gig at nine o'clock, whatever it was, and you know, play your heart out. You know what I mean? And and I'm sure it helped you like help you know, that's kinda of like exercise almost, right? You know, like get like a stress. Feels good, you, you know, you right? Know, yeah, it's
1: it's it's working for me, yep. you know, even when it's not. It's <laughs> Yeah, totally. It's uh it's it's therapeutic, yep. it's invigorating, it's energy, it's Yep, I feel like I—it's purpose. Yeah, Um, yeah, like you know, we were saying about someone like Dan, right? So, you know, Bob and I had we were playing with a band called Slow Children, right? And um, and we were playing at the Willow Field, and Dan was playing there with uh, what did coming to my kitchen, coming my kitchen, and we we had hung out with him a little bit or seen him at like the courtyard and different places and. And he came in one night and sat in with us and played. And of course, it's just like what he just—it's <laughs> it, always great. It just yeah, shreds like he's shreds, just got it's like a superior so ear. He's hearing something yeah. that we're not totally, and and then and doing it right, right, <laughs> and, um, right. He can put that
0: to his fingers and get it out.
1: And so he came in and sat in with us a couple of times. And then that winter, I think Bob and I were playing as a du- acoustic duo at uh, the courtyard. Okay, and he would come in on Sunday nights. So he, one night he shows up. He's like, "Hey guys, you know Dave?" Oh yeah, totally. He's like, Nicest hey, guy uh, in the world. Like, uh, he's like, "Hey, I, I, I bought a fiddle, uh, you know." Yeah. Can I? Can I? I was thinking maybe I could play a little with you guys, you know? And I was, we we're like, sure. Right. We we're like, I was like, so when'd you get the fiddle? He's like, yesterday. Right. It's <laughs> like, Do you ever play a fiddle before? He's like, no, but I was messing around yeah, with it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He picks up the fiddle. And and he's just, like, we don't. pick a tune, and, and of course he just shreds it. <laughs> You know, and it's it's amazing. Yeah. And you're like, okay, uh, like, <laughs> you know. What? How'd this just happen? So then another year goes by, and we meet Carafoli. Right, right. Now Bob and I and Carafoli have, like, an electric oh, children yeah. thing again. So Bob decides he's he doesn't want to play that much anymore. And Dan's like, I'll sit in with yep. you guys. I'll play bass. Shows up, I plays those, bass. Yeah, unreal. Just destroys it. it. Destroys. You destroys know, it. Shreds it. That you're like, good. this... Just out of control. Out of control. <laughs> and, and uh and so he's just you look at that, you're like, this guy just And he can play piano and he can sing. And 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 not just do it, but like right. destroy. No, it, destroy. You know, it. Like, and like, um Dan and can are, stand on any stage great, anywhere you know? and,
0: and play. <laughs> As well, you can stand on any stage anywhere and jam, dude. No doubt about but, it.
1: But you know, playing with someone like that or Brendan too, we had that thing with with me and Brendan yeah. and Dan. And, uh, was it the Tidy Whiteies or something like that? And uh,
0: or something. Like, it was the Tidy Whities. <laughs> Knock it off.
1: And uh, but those guys, it would be like we were out of control. Out of it control. was a mishmash of, of just ah, yeah. like energy. But but you know the we would just some of the funnest they, they nights I just, ever like, had. We would just get into this God crazy nice music, that. and these guys would everyone would just push, 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 yeah. push, push, and it was fun. So, totally, you know, so. and it was
0: fun for the audience too, man. I'll, get, I'll tell you that much. You know, no doubt about it. So, uh, now l- let me ask you a question. You have a ton of original music too, right? I mean, you, you Not a ton. Not a ton? I am
1: not a prolific songwriter. Okay. Um, I, uh, I write a lot of ideas. I write a lot of words. Right. Uh, I will, cannot say that I just... Just doesn't flow right out of you? ...kick out of tunes all uh. the time. Um, I'm getting better at it with right. age, uh, It's definitely, it's a process, and I think it's something you have to hold yourself to. Um, Before we started, I brought up that I was watching this Todd Park Moore, basically saying, hey, look, you know, my strength is songwriting.
0: That's Big Head Todd. Big Head Todd and the Monsters.
1: I'm a big, I'm a fan, you know, and... um, and he's just like sharing his process. He's right. like, "This is how I do it. These are the tools that I use. This is how I compile ideas. This is how I process lyrics and how yeah. I work through it. This is how I create a uh, a word chart." You know, I was like, Crazy. "What's that?" Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I was just writing words, and then we'd write some music." You know, and, and it was like, "Okay, there's a process," and he's willing to share, which I think is it's so amazing. so cool about what came out of what comes out of internet. Right. And social media, yep. and then this COVID right, thing, because the all absolutely. these artists didn't have anything to do, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Great, maybe I'll just talk about what I do, totally. you know," and 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 you can, you can feed off of it. I, I think that's amazing, you know.
0: Dude, one thing you know with COVID, I I was saying it to my wife the other day. I'm like, "There's going to be so many great songs. I think like in the next like year or so, like so many great albums. I think are going to come out, yeah. because." Once that, you know, you can get back in the studio, you know, you pro- guys can probably go in the studio right now, but I'm saying like once it's, you know, another year or two when everything's back to normal, hopefully, and like really back to normal, you know, and uh, I just, I feel like there's gonna, you know, so, so many artists like caged up, you know, that it's just gonna, there's gonna be a, a blitz of yeah. awesome, awesome music, I think. And I think it's gonna be like, you're gonna feel some real soul, you're gonna, you're gonna feel people's soul coming out of them because... Just being cooped up like this you know what i mean yeah and uh, and so much
1: horrible shit that's happened too you know and, uh, you know uh, perspective is everything you know yeah. take a step back from your regular grind that's it man you're gonna process some different thoughts and feelings and emotions and yep. and if you're an artist some music and some art's gonna come out of it yeah and um i finished some songs and wrote some new songs during this time period awesome. that i'm happy with um that I, and not only that because I was able to play them too. Right. It was like, oh, we're not gigging, but I can play every night. Yeah. Yeah. I can play live every night. Yep. I can some of them I was just working out. I'd make I'd put out part of the sketch. Yeah. And start playing through it and be and then I'd listen back and think I think All you right. just finished it. <laughs> you know, or, that's what you were looking for like you need to play them. Right. You need to play them at least the bands that I the bands that I listen to a lot, that I like, or the, or from a live style, yep. like The Dead and Fish, yep. and Dave Matthews, totally. those types of bands, they work those songs out long before they record them on oh, stage yeah. in front of a live audience. so people are hearing it, you know, I was hearing Touch of Grey, before the, I liked the version that, that I heard the, the first shows I went right. to. Before, it was, on Before it was on the record, because yeah. once they had it on the record they started playing it like it was like on the that, record. Right, totally. Um even for a band like The Dead, yep. it still can get locked into a formula or a routine sure. on certain things. Um, and so I love that. You know, it's like write some sketches and go out and play it. Fuck yeah. If it's not right, you'll feel it and you know, and gives you a chance to work it out.
0: Solid. Love that. So what what was your, So you, actually, we were talking about this earlier. What, what was the last show you
1: saw before COVID hit? My brother, who I brought up earlier, yeah. who's always been a great source of music, my yep. brother Eric, who lives up in Cambridge, right before COVID hit, he said, hey, I got a, a ticket for you to go see uh, Jim Campolongo yeah. at, uh, up in Cambridge. So he's this New York famous guitar player, okay. and he's just amazing. All and right. I didn't really I've know never heard a ton him about him. Yeah. But I went. Um, Where was it? Uh, it was a bar on Cambridge Street okay. <laughs> in, in Cambridge. I'll think of it in a second. Never yeah, know. Anyway, there wasn't a ton of people there, but he just—it was amazing, sonically amazing. He's a Telecaster okay. master. Nice. Bluesy, yeah. jazzy. His band was phenomenal. He had a bass player and a drummer that were both off the charts nice. great and the music he was playing was really uh eclectic and different um uh, duke levine okay. sat in with them right. and they played this crazy version of uh uh Folsom prison oh sick which you wouldn't necessarily know you know unless they told you okay but you, but it was amazing and uh and i posted some video of that and friended them on instagram and and he said, you know, I haven't been out since that was my last show I played. Oh no kid. Thanks for posting that. Yeah. And I was like, Thanks for playing it. You yeah, know, hell and, yeah, totally. Um, but you know, I'm always you know, this guy's been around forever and I'm blind. Right, right. You know, and somebody totally, turns yeah. you on to somebody new and it's amazing. And there right. it is.
0: Like you know, yeah. Especially like getting older obviously, and it's like, you know, I sometimes get just like honed into what I'm like what i'm always listening to which is usually you know some sort of fish dead some hip-hop some reggae but it's like at this point in my life i am not like expanding as much as i used to i feel like you know what i mean i'm just kind of yeah. with what i'm comfortable with and it like that's really cool that you went and saw this dude that you know you didn't know much about and your brother hooked you up with it and like still, so much still showing you out there. right right and especially with the internet now it's like there's so much it's it's almost overwhelming sometimes how much music is out there, you yeah. know what I mean? Like And good. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like good music and you're yeah. like, yeah, I really want to listen to that, but I'm like, listen to this and I, there's only so much time in a day and a week and a month, you know what I mean, where you're like, I'm I'm missing so much good shit. I know it, but that is what it is, right? It's tough getting old. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it, man. We were talking about this earlier. It's like I drink a, you know, try and drink a bunch of water when I'm working at the bar and it's like I have to remind myself like, dude, You're like, it's too busy. You're not going to be able to pee. (laughs) You know, just come on. So I was saying when you were away, I wanted to get your opinion on uh, John Mayer playing with this, you know, well, with three of the surviving members of the dead, not Phil. Um, You know, have you checked any of that out? Oh, yeah. What's your your feeling? I like it. You do? I
1: I think he's a... Fantastic guitar player. Yeah. No, he is. I agree. Um and uh it's interesting. I wasn't a fan at first. Yeah. Um but then I think continuum kinda shattered any yeah. kind of thoughts I had about whether I was a fan or not. Right. I was like this is great.
0: Yeah. Um Dude, the trio album is unbelievable. Yeah. That's a really, like his trio was Pino and I don't know who was playing drums, but he,
1: he's know. a great songwriter. Yeah, he is. Um, but my
0: thing with it, like, and I don't know if it's I was just saying when you're away, like, is it him or is it just it's the Dead and Co has run its course at this point for me. I don't know.
1: You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing: is um you know the Jerry Garcia was such a one-of-a-kind. Oh, yeah. Right? So there's there is, there's no Grateful Dead without Jerry Garcia. So Absolutely. Fi, it doesn't matter whether it's Phil or Absolutely. Friends. And and all my favorite guitar players. I saw Phil and Friends with Warren Haynes and Derek Trucks. Right? And, you know, all these great guitar yeah. players. And I thought they were great shows, and I loved it. I, I loved no, It's them. not a dead show. No, it's Phil you know, and it's Friends. Right, it's Phil and Friends, you And, know? and Dead and Company is Dead and Company. Totally. It doesn't... To me, it's it sounds like them, not like you know another what? band. That's, and and that I love that, yeah. and, and that's okay, and I think that's great. Um, because I think the big important big picture thing is, is that the music is alive.
0: It, it, and I couldn't agree more with uh, that. And I that, agree more and with Bob that.
1: Weir yep. and Phil Lesh and yep. and Bill yeah. and Mickey Hart, those guys are, are keeping it alive, and and they're making it happen. Yeah. Um, and they're bringing it to a whole new generation. Yeah, no, kids. you're right, man. Um, Absolutely. You, the just the, cha- you just
0: changed my opinion on
1: everything. The thing <laughs> is, is though it's it's not the same and there's right. no compa- There's nothing to compare. So why bother? It's John Mayer playing with yeah. this version yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Weir's and Band. the other surviving members. Uh, I have a friend who always says, they're all dead cover bands, even if right. Bob Weir's in it. Or yeah, Phil no, you're in right. It. It's true. <laughs> or it's true. Because, you know... Because Jerry Garcia yeah, was, like, there. just a one-of-a-kind. One kind Vocally, uh, you couldn't replicate oh. the texture and feeling and process of how he sang. I mean, you could or, feel him.
0: You know, like, you could feel his emotion when he was saying. Like, none, like, you look at the guy, and you're like, how's that voice coming out of that guy? You know what I mean? Almost, like, prejudging, you know what I mean? And, uh, and then he'd shred, and it was just a... You know, beautiful thing anyways
1: his voice was perfect for the music exactly yep and uh yeah and he was able to like these very subtle emotional nuances and things to the songs that were just like a a stella blue or you know Wharf Rat or whatever the tunes were but he just there's something really unique about his style so I, I see the stuff on, and it, it kind of bothers me a little bit because I just, but I laugh like on social media, people will start to make these comparisons. Yeah, you can't compare, right? and and it's just like, why? What? Yeah. there's no point. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. it No, it's exactly
0: it, what you said. It's keeping the whole scene alive, and exposing a whole new generation to it. And what's just a, like what's the what's Allman Brothers? That.
1: Totally. Okay, you. What, so the last when Greg Allman was alive, you'd uh, play 18 nights at the beacon. beacon yeah no dicky Betts, right right ramblin man right <laughs> blue sky in memory of elizabeth reed right. like think about these monster tunes yeah. no dicky Betts yeah. for the last like 10 years that they were together oh, easily. or longer um greg allman and two drummers Yep. that was the, be- the original right, exactly yeah. that was what was yeah of the band and uh and I hope they keep playing. I hope Derek Trucks yeah, and you Warren know, Haynes continue to do All the Brothers keep the music keep alive. With, you bring O'Teal
0: in, you know. And yeah. I mean that's one of my favorite things about Dead Company is O'Teal. I think he's just fucking amazing, you know.
1: Well, you were asking me about other bands. Like I, I, I get into i l I've gotten into a lot of bands that were like American touring bands. Yep. The radiators.
0: Yeah. No you, you turned radiators. me on to the radiators, man. Yeah, the I mean, Rads. Well, You'd be like, dude, the Rads.
1: Just a great band. Awesome, man. Right? And um, so they didn't break through. Right. Like we were saying. Yep. You know, uh, but, but they, they-
0: But they had a career. They, they made a career out of it, you know?
1: Yeah, and, and entertained a lot of people. A lot of people. Uh, played great events. Made great- Had great original music. Great spin. Great style. Yep. Um,
0: and I mean, they're, they're a New Orleans-based band, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like-
1: I saw there. There's no.
0: There's no reason to even leave, leave New Orleans. <laughs> well, they're. they're <laughs> you know what
1: I'm saying. The the one of the key members doesn't tour anymore. Okay. So they play in New. They're retired, but they still. They play They still in New play Orleans. though a
0: little bit, right? Yeah. So
1: I was at Jazz Fest, their last official year. Okay. And um, they came out to cl- they were going to play Jazz Fest. Yeah. You know, they're, they're playing their last official sure. Jazz Fest. I'm, I'm sure they've played. Right. Right. Seven. Right. 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 But outcome Warren Haynes walks right. out and plays with them the whole set. Wow. Phenomenal. Wow. Right. And, uh, and then I re- found out that they were his wedding band. Wow. So he's wow. a fan. He's a fan. Oh, yeah. Says, totally, dude. You know, we're friends. I want you to play my. W-. I, I yeah. love that, that they're like available. Right. You know, <laughs> or any of those bands, you know, like anybody's available to right? come play. That's so funny. <laughs> so, I hit Jazz
0: Fest once too, like probably like 25 years ago. I was probably 22 or so. And, uh, the Alma Brothers were on the bill, and Steven Seagal came out and played guitar with him.
1: Oh, right. It was crazy. Yeah.
0: Dude, that guy's like seven feet tall, and he had this like tiny little guitar. Like the guitar looked like this pen in my hand, you know? And he was like, but he ripped. He ripped. It was so, pretty
1: funny. First time I went to Jazz Fest, yeah. I ran into Burnsy, Dan Burns. Yeah. He was with Stokey. All right. Right. And then so we ended up going out one night like to a late to the howling wolf and see oh, yeah. like it was like galactic and yeah, a hodgepodge yeah. of people Hell playing yeah. a 2am show. Yeah. I hung out with Dan there. It was fun. Nice. So funny story is we were hanging out with him at the fairgrounds during yep. the, one of the days. And, uh, I guess he took some pictures of me, right. And he took a picture of me, like coming out of like the go cans or something. Nice. I'm like walking out of the, the thing <laughs> at the fairgrounds and like, you know, and, and, and he's like, takes a picture of me. And, uh, couple of years later i'm recording a demo for a tune that i wrote called um kettle mending all right and uh and remember he had that place in middleborough and he had a little studio oh, yeah, yeah, there yeah, the and, studio I, upstairs, and i yeah. went over there to, to to uh to record this song and i'm laying down these tracks with them and i go to the bathroom i go in there and like right over the toilet is a picture of me <laughs> coming out of the go <laughs> <cans of chest. laughs> and he's like, "I walk out and I'm laughing. He's laughing at right, me because he knows. he knows." Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, "Dude, you have a picture of me yeah. coming out of a porta potty yeah. in
0: your bathroom. In your bathroom.
2: <laughs> this is what you face." The every day. irony. <laughs>
0: I love it, man. Uh Burns is one of the best ball bushes going like that. He you is. know what I mean? That took skill. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he thought that one out, no doubt about it, man. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, dude. Same kind of experience down there. It was me, and my two brothers, and uh David doli he's like a, the fourth Banzani pretty much. And uh we all go down together and like I said, the Om brothers were like one of the, you know, main uh headliners. And actually, no, no, they weren't even one of the headliners. I think it was like Joe Cocker, which was all right, but he wasn't on his best day. So, yeah. but, uh, but same type of thing. Uh, Tedeschi Trucks, before it was Tedeschi Trucks, it, uh, it was the Derek Trucks band, and they were playing like the two AM show at the House of Blues. And he, I think it was probably right when he started dating Susan. They were like they were together. And she came out, and they did this like thirty minute love light. And dude, it was like you know, hands in the air, like yeah. church, you know, what I mean? everyone just kicking their feet. I mean, the whole place just going absolutely bonkers, you know. And like that, I I remember it vividly. Like it's, you know what I mean. It comes through my memories like all the time, you know. Like
1: well, f- New Orleans is magic special, like man. that, and the and the artists are accessible, right? Um, I think uh, Bob and I were there one year. Yep. We went and saw Dumpster Funk. Oh yeah, at the Howlin Wolf, and you're like.
0: You Evan know, it's like right? three thirty, and
1: I've ne- You know, you're sitting there, and he come and you're sitting on the front stoop to get because it's hot. Yeah. You get a, it's three thirty in the morning. You've yep. been partying all yeah, day. You've been hell been yeah. Hell yeah. Ground since eleven, and he walks out and how's says, it? "Hi, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Totally." And not only that, but then you see him like interacting with the bar. Yeah. And She's they're paying him, and, and I'm like, "This is just like what we do." Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, here's... Your, they're paying him. He's hanging. He's talking with people, Yeah, you know. You just, and they're, like, on the street. And, like, the, the, the people you, like, idolize as, as artists hanging. and musicians, they're just hanging.
0: Looking to meet new people just like we are. You know what I mean? Right? I mean, yeah. literally, it's, it's...
1: But they're it's, home.
0: Right. That's what, yeah, exactly. It's, like, you yeah. being home here, yeah. you know. And, like, dude, like, the scene on the Cape. Like, there's so many talented musicians on Cape Cod. It's unbelievable, you know. Like, and... They all have, you know, mainly have day jobs, you know, who knows why or how they're on the Cape, excuse me, probably like work and families and stuff like that, you know, like and we're so blessed, we're so lucky to have that and, you know, like I can't wait until hopefully next summer where everything can start going again. And yeah. we can start seeing live music, standing up, dancing, you know, not seated, you know, tapping your foot, being like, "Dude, I just want to get up and boogie," you know what I mean? But I don't want to interfere with anyone else either, you know. And uh, I, I know I can't fucking wait, you know.
1: <laughs> well, you know, and I hope that um, that in some way that that people in the community in general realizes the value of that. I think, and so, and that man. We, the fun police start to. To, to back off nah, a little bit. That'll never happen, unfortunately. Let places... But. I mean, well, you talk about... Uh, okay, so we we brought up before the Tidy Whities thing. Yep. That was probably like a Tuesday night. It was. Or something like that. Or a Wednesday night. Yeah. No one's having live music with right. a band on a Wednesday night in the... They're not doing it.
0: Right now, you mean? Or ever?
1: They weren't doing it before COVID. I mean, some places. Right. there's and, and this brings me up to kind of you know we were talking about the beach house yeah. and you know what there was always music cape is cape is wonderful like that absolutely it, it supports live music it supports artists mm-hmm. um live music is valued here mm-hmm. and there was a lot of and there was bands and playing different places like ace of house the boathouse right right uh grumpy's uh Played the Hunt Club for God's oh, sakes, you know places like you're that. All I am old, <laughs> so, um, but you know, th- like the 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 fact that these bands can get together and yep. go and play and entertain like that was special. You Absolutely. Know? Um, I know in recent years it seems like there's less opportunity. Um, yep. One of the things that was fantastic about the Beach House and you brought this up before is. So Kurt and I would be playing Better Off Dead from 6 to 9. Yeah. And then...
0: The place would be packed, you know? And
1: then all of a sudden, when we'd pack up, and then I'd watch Spiritual Reds. Right. Or, or all of a sudden, Trey's drummer... That and Rainn man. I mean, come on. Dude, so... Seriously. So, right. That was seriously... So Thank you. I, I get rain. thing. <laughs> no, nah, man, you I appreciate know? that. I mean, because so. that doesn't happen, yeah. right? In our little... Nah. Community, we're getting these great right. this great music. Um, and Ray and Russ are local guys that grew up on Cape Cod, right? Gr- well, they met in Vermont, and you're tight with Packy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so all these great bands. So, okay, I mean, he's the
0: leader of it all, man. So, Packy, you know,
1: so all these bands show up, yeah, trombone shorty, yep. uh, galactic. They're gonna play the mute, I mean, they're gonna play, um, uh.
0: What's that? What's that band? Uh, wish a New you. They when go to Nantucket
2: and the Vineyard Revivalist, to play, but the they revivals. don't come and play here. Right? No, they, cause they, they skip because they there's they skip no all place to play. Right. No, it's
1: uh, like the totally uh, the Seacrest was doing something cool like that for a while. Bringing they had Martin Sexton. Oh really? I didn't and, know that. Yeah, the beat the Seacrest was doing some concerts. Oh and wow! They, and they, they recently? Yeah, the last two years they had the Seacrest
0: or the Kuna Messet?
1: Kuna, Mesut, Kuna me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seacrest did some stuff like that with like. Some blues okay. fundraisers and things, yep. no, but uh, but it was yeah, yeah mess bar, Mesa did yeah. some cool stuff. Yeah, those Excuse guys me. definitely
0: fucking were doing some really great bands, yeah. and people were coming out for it. It seemed like too well because people
1: want, it. You know? and you know what it shows? It shows that people will pay twenty bucks to get in the door or thirty bucks because well, that's.
0: And the thing with the cover charge was, like, when you don't do it all the time. And then you try and do it. People are like, "What the fuck?" You are like, "Dude, this guy's costing me five fucking grand." You know, I just, I just need twenty bucks.
1: And it's like, it's gonna be were, the night of your life. If you were in Boston and you weren't home, exactly. and Someone said, "Let's go to this band." and It was forty-five bucks right. to get in. You'd drop it like exactly. that. exactly. But and, it's to And home buy and 15 fifteen-dollar
0: beers. You know.
1: <laughs> I know it's and and that's and that's too bad because those bands I think want to play here. Yeah. And we want them to play here. I want. I want to see. I don't want to drive to Wellfleet to see Big Ed Todd. Totally, dude. I want to see him. Yeah, at, I know at Grumpy's. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <know>? yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, but I guess a bar has you know? got enough
0: space too. It's a, I think that's a nice room. You know, uh, little. You know, it's kind of you know, it's it's a ballroom at a hotel. You know, it's a little stale sometimes. But the bands they had there, the energy was created. It was good. You know, you can sit right out on that back deck and watch it all go down. Sick. Yeah. Funny story about Ray and Russell, uh Solomondi. So they come down, and I'd never met him or anything. Obviously, I paid like I paid money to see them play. And uh, they show up, and we're at the beach house. And I was like out doing something with Damien, and I like show up, and I was just like, "Hey, you know uh, what's going on?" Like, the, you know, Vanessa called, you know, hey, uh, that that band is here." You know, I'm like, "All right, show up." I'm like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" I'm like, "Hey, listen, we just got to clear something up real quick. First time I meet them, right? Like, literally they're... They walk over, they're like, Pat, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, just got to clear some up. You guys owe me like 125 grand. <laughs> they stop, they like, look at me. I go, actually, it's that redheaded dude that you hang out with sometimes, he brings you out on tour. I go, that fucking guy, he owes me like 125 grand. <laughs> and then they stand, like, what? Who is this giant ape, you know, coming at me, telling me, I go, Listen, I failed out of UMass because I was fucking traveling around the country watching him play. I go, I go you know, can he help me out? You know what yeah. I mean? And, and they, I mean, fucking belly laughs, right? So, like, we hit it right off. Those guys are great. So they come down. They play it like, three or four times. And, uh, like, the second time the coach I had it, he goes, dude, he goes, that red-headed guy, I told him that story. He got a pretty good kick out of it. I'm like, where's my check? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. Trey knows trade who I am, maybe, you know? <laughs> I always had fun with those guys, though. Always, You know what? The, the two times I booked them, though, two of the times, uh, Bluffstock was happening the same weekend. So we had a couple slow nights. They would have been great at Bluffstock. I know, and I tried to get them over there, and they were like, <laughs> dude, we can't do it. You know, we got, I'm like, all right, no problem.
1: Talk about magic. Right? You know, oh, that, that fucking party.
0: That's an all-time party. I've been to a lot of parties. Bluffstock is one of the greatest parties ever. But we're not going to get into that because we don't want many people to know what it's all about you know so andrew yes you said you wanted to talk about a couple things too what do you got for me man
1: what do i have yeah you
0: know, what, what uh
1: you've gone kind of over my list here let me see let me look at my notes
0: andrew brought note andrew is very prepared <laughs> very
1: prepared uh, which i
0: appreciate
1: let's see uh you know Uh, you know one of the things I would say is you know in terms of uh, you know you asked me about why I play the way I play or what I like to play or influences I went to a lot of shows I listened to a lot of good music a variety I didn't just go to dead shows right right I I did get ruined for canned shows like I couldn't there was for a long time I couldn't go to a show if I knew that they played the same show every night totally I, I just couldn't get over it. Nah, I'd go dude, I've, I've I've been been I go and I'd through that. Be like, I know that feeling. I'd be like, you're one of my favorite bands. Right. I love your albums, and I've always wanted to see you. But I know you played the same show last yep. night and the night before, and I can't get over it. I, I'm better now. Like, I, no, I feel that though. Yeah, you know, I've gotten be- over that where I can go see a band that I know isn't is playing a canned yep. show, and I and and appreciate what they do because they're yeah. good at it. Um. But it, but. But I would still, I still would see, like I'd go to the channel, I saw Dickie wow. Betts band with uh, Greg Allman Band. That was the first time wow. I saw the Allman Brothers. Yeah. I was like, but I was like 16, right. you know, or 17. And and I'd like to, and I'd see Santana and Jimmy Cliff and bands like the Radiators and, and like a lot of bar bands. I yep. saw, I saw the the uh, Neville, I mean the uh, Meters for the first time at, wow. at the channel.
0: Dude, that's all time. It was Fucking like meters?
1: Yeah, it was like the reunion thing wow. they did. It was like I found
0: And uh
1: and you know like I just love like I was saying I love these like Americana Yeah. touring bands. Totally. Um but I was really really fortunate to um to always have people or friends to play with. First day I got a guitar, I met my buddy Andy Opel, he was like, "I got a yeah. bass." We didn't know how to play, but we got together and we made me played music and we're playing and we've been playing together ever since. And so, right from the start, it's been collaborative. Um, and if I and if any kids ask me, you know, what do you do to learn how to play with people? It's like it doesn't even if you're not good, play with other people, suck together, right? Grow together, gotcha. you know, yeah, yeah. and um, and develop that ability to he- listen and play off of each other. Um, the rest you can figure out. That's the hard, you know, you're tackling right. the hard stuff. Um, so I've had good people at Andy Opel, Bob Jarvis, yeah, and Bobby people Jay. I was always able to connect with musically. Uh, um, uh,
0: What's better than Bobby J's energy uh, when he's playing the bass? Great onstage, energy. Dude? I mean, I dude, like, I, like, he's like a Cape Cod flea. You know what I mean? He's got that energy, like, like he's just like, it's... <laughs> it's, it's like well, yeah. an unbelievable and dude I, you know
1: I, I i i'm grateful and been so fortunate to play with people that have a natural energy and charisma yep. that i was able to learn and be in bands slow children didn't have a like a band leader it was just everybody just went out was like i mean hank, dude, it's three amazing pho- musicians we had this guy jason fuller on keyboard like they were just people were driving it you know I mean, hank
0: were, hank is such a Badass. He is a badass. I ass. mean, he's a giant dude, and then he's just like a fucking bad man. Hen-
1: Henry Cherbuck is amazing right? drummer. He is Henry um, Cherbuck. And he, he really is. We played the, a, a gig this summer and I played a gig last year with him with Bobo. All right. And one with Jimmy Snyder and him, and he just, you know, he's just Springs it. Not only that, but he's he's a student still. He's one of the best drummers I know. He's like, You're I'm taking out. lessons. That's awesome. I'm studying. You know he's got a day. And he's day got a day job. job. He's a successful and, guy. And you know? he's like, I'm working it. He's got a per- private teacher. <laughs> That's guy awesome, was like a man. B- pro Berkeley. Yeah. And and he's always tr- trying to get better. You know. And he's like, a, he's got a gr- natural groove, and he's a student of the music. Yeah, and um but I but and, and I was fortunate that I was able to grow with bands. Like I I had a good friend named Stephen Ronzi, Reno okay. Ronzi, and Is uh, that
0: Reno. Okay, yeah.
1: And Reno. Saw me play with a band I was playing with in college. He came to party and hang out with us one weekend. He's like, hey, you're getting better. You know, like, he was surprised. Right, right. <laughs> and he's like, you know, why don't you come play with my bro- me and my brother, my right. friend J- Glenn Janelle and Fred Rauncey, and they had this band in Carmelow, Rhode Island. I started going there on weekends and playing with them, and I learned a lot. I learned how to – I played rhythm guitar. Okay. I had one song or two songs I had written that we played – um, and, and I learned, he was a band leader. He led, he, he knew how to rehearse. Okay. He knew how to lead the tunes. Yeah, man. And I learned a lot. I learned how to, and you might've heard the guys from who's your daddy talk about this. I'm always like, you gotta take the plane off and then land. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fly yeah, around yeah, 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 and, yep, yep. and then and landed and land eventually. Land it, somehow, right? it doesn't matter what happens, how many loop de loops you want to do, but eventually <laughs> <laughs> we got to come back to orbit and land yeah, this yeah. thing, you know? And, uh, and some and, flights
0: and, are easier than others, I'm sure.
1: Right, exactly. And so, um, you know, and all those songs that you're landing or, you know, they're like little TIE fighters, part of the mothership, you know, yeah. the whole show is like the Big Mac daddy. Right on. Yeah. Death Star. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and the rest of it is these little uh, missions were going on, you know, so and uh, but I and learned a lot from some him. of those and missions
0: I'm, are unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> so bring you to places
1: I had good friends and people that I experienced music with yeah. and was able to like grow with and learn from I didn't start out singing and playing lead guitar right. it was not by a long shot and um and then eventually I start I guess you know like people always say oh you play all this solo stuff it's like I played in bands for ten years yeah. before I started playing solo gigs. I did not want to do it. The only time I ever played solo was when somebody couldn't make a gig and I got stuck having to do it. All right. And I always hated it. No kidding. I did. I, I remember when
0: it's once... got to be kind of be. It's different, right? Because like you're you're leading the whole thing the whole time. And like... I wasn't
1: prepared. I'd have this. I'd be like, oh, I know this song, that song, thon- right. And this song, and then you would get to the gig and you would start playing. You'd be like, I don't really know that song. <laughs> And, like, how did this make the list? Right, right. So I think it was uh, after 9-11, everything shut down. Yeah. All these band gigs that we were doing. And John Carrefolio was working New Year's Eve at the Trowbridge. And he said, hey, why don't you come in and play solo? That was your first solo gig? It wasn't my first solo gig. It was the first solo gig I actually was ready for, prepared for. The other handful of solo gigs I had done prior to that were kind of like, I don't know what else to do. I don't want to cancel. Right. I'm going to show up and play, and 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 walked away from every one of those thinking
2: I'll, I'll never, never do that out. again.
1: You know, <laughs> yeah. and um, and so I put together a book. All right. I rehearsed the songs. I made sure I had like a good body material. Yeah. I st- I and I had a good time. I was like, wow, that was good because. You prepared, you're ready to yep. deliver that kind of show. Yeah. And like had your shit together for it. And um, and then that next year, I think Cohog Republic, Eric The Beach Club. Asked me to play out at Mashnee Island at the beach club. Oh, and God rest the beach I God. just like he's like, Oh, can you play every other Sunday? And with Dan. Dan's yeah. gonna play every other Sunday. I was like, Great. And, uh, and I and I did that for a couple of weeks and after the second one he said you know the guy we had playing Saturday isn't going to work out alright you want to pick up Saturdays and I just had a kid and, right and you know, I was like yeah so I, I played <laughs> every Saturday and every Give other me out Sunday, the house? yes all Sunday uh, and uh, and just like I just bought a new house too it was yeah, kind of like I could use this extra like, money this and everything great, else you know? right and it was like one to three. It was, right. It was a day game. Yeah, a day game. I was like, stick around, have a couple cocktails afterwards. Two, two to five or something, you know, and, yeah. then, and then watch the sunset eat right. dinner oh, and go home. God. I was like, this is fantastic. So, that place was unbelievable. And right? I just like, kind of cut my teeth on the solo yeah. thing. And then, whenever, band, something, to, if if I don't have, I don't know, no sane person really wants to play as much as I like to play. Oh, Except the other insane people. That right, 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 right. <laughs> I think like I
0: just know I, a lot of insane people. Then,
1: <laughs> no, you do. No, I yeah, mean, yeah. but but like we do it because it's who we are. It's what we do.
0: Dude, if I could play guitar, I would never put it down. I don't think. You know what I mean? Like I've tried. My f- my brain doesn't connect with my fingers. It just doesn't work. And I think it's my dyslexia, whatever. But, um, like if i could like you know what i mean like that's why i bought the, that it, you know that's why i ma- did what i did with the beach house you know right. because i my love for live music and being like like i said you know earlier to have the um pool of insanely talented musicians around here you know and like you know entertainers guys that take it fucking serious it's not just like showing up and getting like you're saying you know like not being prepared and not you know not having a you know a fucking two hour set, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a lot. I'm sure for one, you know what I mean? Like it's a lot. It is. And a guy like me, where I'm yeah. like, you know, you, you play your hour and a half. I'm like, all right, you get ten minutes. Like let's go, let's go, let's go. You know what I mean? Like
1: it's a lot vocally. T- totally. And you probably it, know that from if you're talking. A absolutely.
0: Lot, just, just being on the bar, even you know, yeah. talking to people. You know, the bar's my stage. You, you want to get
1: up and sing thirty songs? No fucking way. Um, four nights a week, you're done. Totally. I, I was saying to folks. I was physically uh, much more in tune playing a live stream for an hour a hundred nights in a row yep. just sitting down in my living room picking up the guitar no loaded no load out, yep. just and not play for three hours but be much more focused cool. and concentrated and, and think okay I'm gonna play I might play three songs I might play yep. seven but I don't have to worry about. Well, and you're also not
0: beating up your body anymore. You're not beating up your brain anymore. Right. You know, right? I mean, yeah, like, no. you've, you've been on the straight and narrow for a while now. Yeah. I mean, dude, you look shredded. Like, <laughs> like, like, I'm picturing you in, like, your wrestling suit in the back in the day here, <laughs> man. You know? Like, God, you're, you're going to go to your reunion, and people are going to be like, dude, you haven't even changed, you know?
1: Yeah. But, I've been giving myself haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> Getting good at that.
0: Keep that hat on, dude.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just I, so, I need a
0: haircut. I just missed my last one. I'm dying here. Um, so you know, is it? Can I ask you? You know, do, do you mind talking about your sobriety at all? Or? No. I well, mean, do you, are you like an all in guy? Like, are you doing twelve steps, or are you just like just I stop kind of drinking and doing that stuff?
1: A little bit of both. All right. You know, I've sought out some advice yeah, yeah. and help and stuff like that. Um, I can't say I'm all in. Right. Um, I, uh, but I am a big believer in, you know, look, if you're, if you're, if you feel like you're, you know, riding down the hill when yeah. you can't, and the brakes aren't working, yep. figure it out. Yeah, man. You know, figure it out, because uh, especially in music, um, you know, you do what we do and be even not like, okay, so we're not known artists, right. but we're out playing and. You know, and and the booze is free. Right. And uh, you know, I don't know that I'll never drink again. Yeah. I mean, I, right now you're not. Right now I'm not. It's you know, all good. I I've been I,
0: there, dude. I've done it, you know. Look,
1: right. I I put a lot of good years in. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and, uh,
0: we had a lot of good times, man, a lot of laughs. And I'm
1: still having a lot of good yeah, times. Yeah. I have a lot of good laughs. But it's different. Yeah. Um, I find that I used to think that I could not get into the zone without without a beer up. or two. Totally. Right. And or at least just relaxing. But now I find that I, not only can I get in the zone, but I can stay in, stay the, zone. in the zone, and I can focus, and I can yep. play three hours straight, and like
0: and you nail it, deliver it, yep. you
1: know. And and um and you know and, and so and I think that's the right approach. Like I, I if I do drink again, I don't think I'll drink again and perform. Playing. Yep. No, I mean Total. it just it deserves. It's so much better. Yep. I'm so much... The music is so much better with clarity. Um, That's awesome. And I don't know, you know, maybe it took me that long to get to that point. Yeah, man. It's a journey,
0: dude. Life's a journey.
1: Uh, I I know there's a lot of gigs we played over the years where I probably thought it was a lot better than it really was. I hear you, man. You know, um, and but i don't know that for a fact yes we were having fun right <laughs> and, entertaining uh, man yeah absolutely and uh but now i feel like my show everything is much i don't know just much it's yeah. more together well, you get clarity uh, dude clarity. you know what clarity i mean your brains
0: don't. your brain's clear you know and that's that's huge like i you know i've been there i i you know i've had my trials and tribulations with things i drink still but i love like,
1: tribulations tribulations tribulating what is what
0: exactly is tribulating? You know How what you tribulate.
1: You know why Bob Marley is he is so great, yeah. but he's the only one I've ever who's able to separate trials from tribulations. <laughs> Everybody else has to have trials and tribulations. Right? Marley said, Oh, what a tribulation. And he nailed it. He right? was like, No, nah, I don't need the trial. I need, I'm already there. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love it. All right, well listen. Um, I was hoping that you brought your guitar with you and uh, we could maybe hear a couple tunes. All right. Is that all right? I
1: think we can try that. Yeah, let's
0: try that out. Uh, we've got our trusty stagehand, Dario, over here. The one and only. All right. We call him low tunes. I think that was coined by Jim Decatur, the one and only Jimmy D. Got to get him on this thing. Got to get the silent trees over here. You know that Johnny was asking about a phone call. We don't have that sort of technology quite yet. You could. I want to get like a red phone, like a real phone, like Batman. you like. Like you pick it up. Yeah, pick it up. You know? Yeah. Like you don't even know what that is,
1: do you? I've never even seen one of those. All right. So uh. All right, I'm not going to wear the headphones, so tell me if I'm too loud. So uh, this is a tune I wrote long after the event happened. uh, It's a song I wrote about just kind of a late night adventure, getting lost out in the woods and uh, not finding our way out until sunrise kind of thing. And I think we've all been there. Learning a lot and uh, kind of a teenage memory. So this is a song you wrote. It's a song I wrote called "Tower Trip." It's on the Triclones CD, which is a project I did with Bob Jarvis and John Redden. Yeah, awesome. From the Silent Trees, and um, I think it's on iTunes and Spotify and Reverb Nation. Go find the people because it's good stuff. Some good songs on that CD, and uh, it's out there. If you run into me, I'll give you one. (laughs) Um, Because if you still have a CD player, but
0: right. I have one in my car. I thought it was a six-disc. I learned the hard way. <laughs> all right, man. Andrew Lowenstein. Are you Stein, up the guitar, Stein.
2: all right, in there? in
0: there. Yeah, it's picking up, right? Yeah. All right, here it is.
2: On our power trip, Take the right trail tonight We can get it right The oh, world that I've I don't care how cold it gets tonight Skies are glowing, no seas And if I make it out of here I'll never really be back home again Keep me in the shadows And out of the light Do I sipped a few? Got to get unglued. Find my way off of the throne. I don't care how cold it gets tonight. Skies alone, no ceiling inside. And if I make it out of here, I'll never really be back home again. Shadows hand out of the light. Do no, I sift a you. Got to get unglued. Find my way up of the throne. I don't care how cold it gets tonight. The skies are glowing, no ceiling inside And if I make it out of here I'll never really be back home again Never be back home again Never be back home again Never be back home again
1: yeah so uh yeah, yeah it's funny you know sometimes things happen you write write a story and you don't get around to telling it until later you right know? and that's I find that that's uh
0: some great songs you made that way I think right
1: yeah I mean sometimes pers- you need a little perspective right. on it to try and maybe gather it or maybe yeah. it doesn't maybe it doesn't mean what you think it does and, and some later date it, like, right. it kind of n- jumps at you and pops. So, you know, yeah. so, uh, you know I, I do write songs I, but I, and I like to play other music too but it, it's yep. funny, you can pick anything you want but you do, you tend to like gravitate towards certain things or certain things people like or you know, sure. want to entertain. Um, but I'm a big Rolling Stones fan and Oops, I was listening hell yeah. To something on like Spotify the other day And I thought i love this tune
0: I know? like their whole catalog And
1: um, And uh, And then I was learning another song Completely Sitting down on my guitar And I, I was messing another around Another Stones tune or No Okay Completely different song yep. Not a Stones tune Okay And I was messing around And all of a sudden the, the, I played this riff And I was like Oh my god That's the riff from that Stones tune I was like I think you have to play This tune so I've never played this song before. Oh boy! <laughs>
0: you got this.
2: People think I'm crazy. Always trying to waste. This low damn bitchin' has got my feet a-itchin' Don't you know the deuce is still wild But baby, I can't stay You got to roll me Call me the and die. I'm always in a hurry, never got to worry Don't you see time flashing by? Honey, got no money I'm all six sevens and nines Oh, baby, rank outsider You could be my partner in crime but baby, Call me the tumble and die. Oh, my, my, I'm a lone crab shooter. Don't you know the deuce is wild? Baby, play it straight. You got to run home, oh Call me the tumble and die You got to roll me Call me the tumble and die You got to roll me You got to roll me You got to roll me got to roll me, now. keep on rolling, got to roll me now, keep on rolling, got to roll me now. Keep on rolling, got to roll me. Cream and sugar, got to roll me now. You got to
1: song on the radio, then I thought, how get, get great that in repertoire. is this tune? <sighs> right? It's like that's Something about that Charlie Watts drum roll—that might be the like the one of the greatest recorded drum right. rolls in history. It <laughs> rolls out of their jam into the yeah. their chorus again at the end. You're like, it's like ah, you yeah. want to like jump through a wall so underrated hearing Watts. it. You know? So underrated. <laughs> Love it, man. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.
0: Yeah, brother. Well hey man. Yeah, we'll let you slide back into uh bike front number two. <laughs> <laughs> let me put this down for a second. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Make it safe. Well Andrew, I gotta thank you, man, for coming through. Uh thank you for your friendship over the years. You know, you supported the hell out of me, uh at the beach house and after it uh closed i was kind of in a tough spot you were a big support to me man i'll never forget that you know you'd always reach out to me dude and uh you know i made i made some uh i I met a lot of people with the beach house but i I did make some really great friends too and i I consider you one of them man i I, really appreciate that appreciate that pat you stuck with me brother you stuck
1: with me you (laughs) know i appreciate everything you've done for music and i know you're a music lover and everything you've done has been about making that real yeah you know and uh that's thank a you. choice, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, so thank you for everything you're doing, and I appreciate the opportunity to yeah, be a part of what we'll you're do it doing again, here. All right, when we can start, When
0: we can start throwing events again, dude, you know, K5, that's going to be part of the deal. Uh, we're going to be throwing lots of events with Dirty Water TV and uh, Dirty Water Cape and Islands. So obviously uh, maybe a music festival of some sort, a local palooza of some sort. Uh, you know, maybe we'll do something with Kev over at the drive-in if that's going next year. But uh, hopefully, with all this, uh, hopefully the virus is in check by the summer, if not by the fall. Um, you know, a shot in the arm gets a shot to the bar a little sooner. Uh, follow us on Kate, at Cape Vibes CC on Instagram and Facebook. Andrew Lowenstein Music. Um, I think that's all we got, man. You know, if there's any local businesses out there that want to get involved with Cape Vibes and Dirty Water TV, I'm your guy.
1: I just want to give one last shout out Absolutely. to all the, the places I've worked at this summer totally. and were able to have music. I just want to thank them. I yeah. know it's tough. You know, l-
0: l- l- Who were who they again? Let, let's hear it. The,
1: the Pilot House. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Knockabout Brewery. All right. Um, Mahoney's on Main had me play. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, lots of uh, private parties yep. and people who wanted to have music, yeah. you know, who appreciate it and support it. Uh, everyone who supported the music on the live stream I was yep. doing, um, you know, thank you, thank you. And, and please
0: continue to support support my friend Andrew and everybody else, uh, especially the guys we've talked about tonight, some local legends uh, that we are so fortunate to have on Cape Cod. Uh, so get out. When, when we can get back out, get out there, support the local scene, man, because it's very important. It's very important. It's uh, it's, it's very important. All right, man, tuning out, Cape Vibes, Podcast. Appreciate you. Daily Brew. Ya. Daily Brew was Daily that he, Andy, I love it.
1: Yeah, we didn't
0: forget the Daily Brew. Nice, <laughs> and actually, real quick shout out to Tom Leonard. Tommy Leonard, rest Legend. in peace, my yeah. man. The mo- one of the most legendary bartenders Cape Cod's ever seen, and Boston. Yep. Uh, he, you know, he was the uh, founder, of the founder of the, of the Falmouth Race. Road Race, man, and uh, he's just uh he was a legendary man, and uh, just a I was privileged to have him know my name. So on that note, thanks a lot, Andrew. Thank Dario, thanks for everything as always. Thanks,
1: Dario.
0: We'll catch you guys. Uh we're gonna be taking a week off. Uh we're back on January seventh with Trish Hurlihy. Uh she was on Survivor, and actually we worked together at Fishman's View, and uh, she's gonna be a guest. She had <laughs> that that she has some stories, man. She you know, she came in like third place on Survivor, and she is a maniac, and I can't wait. For all the laughs that we're gonna have, uh, anyhow. Again, thanks, Andrew, and uh, we'll see everybody. Have everybody have a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, yeah. Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. We'll see you after that. All right, and we're out.